Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Creeps, Creatures, and Haunts. Oh, hi. Um, today we are going to be um, talking about Valentine's Day Ooh. and um, some urban legends and all that that uh, go around it, because this will be on Friday, so it'll be, you know, listen to, you're going to be listening to it around Valentine's Day, so we thought it would be appropriate um, to kind of talk about some urban uh, legends and myths. Um, I wouldn't say any of these are necessarily supernatural, but they are um, not natural, I would say. <laughs> um, you know, and obviously most of these things, like I said, they're not... I, I, well, they actually happened, but like none of the stuff that's in these are things that are really, for the most part, still practiced. They're like more old world beliefs, I guess. Yeah, like back in the day, you know. Yeah, back in the day. Back when they used to do like just yeah. And like the shit. 80s. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, back in the 80s. Um, something that's actually kind of funny about Valentine's Day is that, um, like researching and stuff, no one really truly knows exactly how it started. Hmm. Right. Because there's like the whole like um, thing about St. Valentine, um, and he's basically a person that like married people in private, um, and I guess he ended up getting ex executed because he was caught. Um, but Oops. that's... But there's, that's not really necessarily, like, there's no, I guess, real documentation saying, um, you know, that it went back to that, that it's necess that's necessarily, you know, where it, um, where it traces back to, I uh, guess. But one of the things that did happen was kind of interesting is it was a Roman festival called Lupercalia, which I have he heard of before, but didn't really, I guess, know um, what it consisted of. Um, so one of the things that it, uh, consisted of, um, well, it was also held between February 13th and 15th, which is why people believe that it may be something that kind of, um, originally kind of started the whole Valentine's, some of the Valentine's Day's traditions of it being like a, a day of like romance and all of that kind of stuff. But, um, it consisted of young men running around naked, carrying the strips of animal flesh from sacrificed animals, very important that they're sacrificed animals. And women would seek these men out to be whipped by said sacrificed animal flesh strips. And this was believed <laughs> to increase the likelihood of childbirth. Uh, the fertility would be higher. Oh, okay. Sure. And, um, yeah. And then to couple with that, I guess another thing that um, was a big festivity that would be done was they would put, women and men would put their names in an urn and they would pull out the names and basically who you got would be your mate. Um, yeah, that you would. Man. <laughs> the Romans were kinky. Yeah, they were. I mean, it's kind of like Tinder in a way. <laughs> Just... Like they had those kind of parties in the, like the 70s where you put your like, you know, your keys in a fishbowl and. Yeah. Grab random keys and go home with whoever you got keys from. I'm sure no one got murdered. <laughs> Nobody got murdered or Probably. violated. I'm sure it was all fine. Um, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, what a crazy, <laughs> just, it's just hard to imagine a time where like something like that was a thing that would be like, oh yeah, let's do that. Let's just take off our clothes and run around the streets whipping women. Yeah. Like that seems, um, I, I don't even know what to say. Like, <laughs> honestly, like. Who, I want to know who these people are that, like, come up with these ideas. Like, who's the original person that they're like, you know what we should do? We should definitely strip down naked and whip people with animal hides. 
Well, you know, I mean, like, you know, back in the olden days, back in the old olden days, medieval times stuff, which just predates medieval times, um, um, to be exact, like, what was it? It was um, the late 490s was, oh, yeah, so, I mean, this is the Roman Empire and all this. This is a long time ago, even before medieval times, but, I mean, and this actually, I just found a good idea for a future episode is um, medieval torture devices oh, and torture. That would be a fun episode oh, if, you, if you're fun. interested in us talking about that or have suggestions on torture. You would like us to feature. <laughs> What's your favorite torture device? Yeah, let us know what let torture know. really gets your gears going, um, and we will talk about it. Some of them have gears on them. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Um, what fun. I want to go to that medieval torture museum that's in Florida. I think it's in, it's in Florida. Oh. For something or another, I think. That part of Florida that's like real haunted, whatever, you know. Oh, St. Augustine. Yeah, St. Augustine, I believe is where it's at. There's the, hmm. like, the, the torture museum. I want to go there. That sounds fun. Maybe when we go to Florida this year, we'll do that. But um, anyways, yeah, so that, that's fun. But um, another like superstitious belief, um, I don't really know necessarily if this doesn't really necessarily have to do with Lupercalia because this was from 1662, but they found record in a diary from a man named Samuel Pepe's um, about how his wife would shield her eyes from men that were working um, on renovating their house because there was a big belief back then that on Valentine's Day, the first man you saw, if you were a woman, um, you would just fall madly in love with. You would just fall in love with that man and you could not resist yourself. I also just love sarcastically saying how women were thought of back then. You know, It's just like, oh yeah, this, she just can't control herself. She's just going to fall madly in love with this man. Because- like- I mean, well, because people were put in asylums for, like, womanly issues. Like, that, like how vague of a description is that? That, oh, she has womanly issues. Let's commit her. You know. <sighs> oh, yeah. There's all kinds of just, like, so many things. like, old beliefs, you know, that have to do with, like, the woman's body and stuff like that. That's just really, like, hearing about it now is so cringy and just horrible. And it's, like... I mean, there's a lot of stuff that used to be done. Like, what me and Kim were talking about earlier, lobotomies. <laughs> me and Kim have great conversations. Um, we were just talking about some lobotomies, I think, over dinner. And, <laughs> and I'm not kidding. We were. Um, and, uh, and, you know, it's just kind of crazy. And I, and I mentioned, I'm like, imagine, like, if you were the doctor when it, like, came out. They're like, oh, lobotomies are just not helping anybody. And you're like, uh-oh. <laughs> like, like, I just. you're in the middle of one, like. You just scramble in someone's brain and just making them an invalid, and you're like, "Oopsie, sorry, buddy." Like, like what? It's crazy, you know. Just. And the real scary thing about like that is like, yeah, it was a while ago, but like, not even really. It was like a lifetime, like one lifetime ago, you know. Not like it's like mm-hmm. centuries and centuries, but like literally, like. No. Nine. I mean, when 1900s was? Hundreds at least. Yeah. Because yeah. tuberculosis, like, I mean. I don't know if there's anyone alive oh, during the big gosh. outbreak now. How many years ago was that? Huh. I want to start say early 1900s as well. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, really, same when you, thing. Like, in they, the grand scope of things, that's not that long ago. Yeah, and I mean, with tuberculosis, they thought removing someone's ribs would help them breathe better. Right. Can you imagine? You just rip them out. Yeah. You know, we're going on a tangent here. This has like nothing to do with the subject, but no. you know, we ramble, and uh, it is this really scary to um think and speaking of tuberculosis i really want to get into um that place this year if we can the kentucky place louisville louisville, louisville. louisville. apparently people in louisville that's how they say it is like, you know, just... oh, should i tell the story oh sure why not okay so <laughs> he's talking about waverly hills sanitarium and it's near louisville 
Blech. Kentucky. We were heading down there. It was a friend of mine, and, and we were going down there to do a ghost hunt. And there was a huge traffic jam on the freeway. So we got off at the first exit we could possibly get to. Well, the local people decided, well, we should probably direct these people so they're not completely lost. Because one, cell service wasn't that great out in that area. Like, it was giving us no directions. It kept telling us to go back to the freeway. And we're like, no, I don't want to sit there for three hours. Because it was a really, really awful accident. So anyway, we're driving and we're following a few cars and we get to this stop sign and there's this guy. I'm going to name him Bubba because That's he, probably looked, his he, name. he looked like his name was Bubba. That's probably his name. Or like Billy Bob or something like that. And he, um, I open my window and he leans in and he literally goes, Ugh. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Ugh. He said Louisville. <laughs> yeah. I finally got it. And I'm like, yeah, that's where we're heading. And so he gave us directions on where to go. And we kind of got them because, you know, the language barrier was very, very high. Um, But, yeah, that's literally how he said it. And it was, it was the funniest thing. We laughed about it the entire way to Waverly Hills. We're just like is that how they pronounce it? Like, I know that they kind of blended in, but it was literally like, uh, and there was no syllables. It was just, <laughs> it, it was like he spit, like, bleh, like, it was, but it always cracks me up. Anytime anybody says Louisville, I'm like, oh, I mean, oh, oh you think of, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so uh, back to like the Valentine's Day, I guess, thing is the next one I kind of have here is um, birds. Birds! Uh, it was a belief that, um, well, <laughs> yeah, she's, Debbie, she's terrified of birds. I mean, I don't like birds. I think birds are evil demon creatures. Um, I'm, I'm just thinking of uh, the birds, the movie. Well, right, I know. But, yeah. Um, but there is a belief that um, birds would find their mates, like, for the lifetime on Valentine's Day. That's There's really no truth to that. Um, Do birds have calendars in their little bird nests? They're like, oh, look, it's Valentine's Day. I better go find a mate. But there's weird things like that with nature, though, where things do tend to happen on a certain date with certain things. But apparently this one is not one that is true. But um, there is another belief that the first, again, with the fucking women, mindless, mindless females, um, well, when the first bird a woman saw on Valentine's Day could determine the status of the man she would end up with, you know, because she can't have a status of her own. Anyways, yeah. Um, and so, like, some examples are, so a canary meant that you'd, like, basically marry a doctor. It literally was specified that that meant you're going to have a doctor, where a golden finch is just like um, a rich man. So if you see a golden finch, that's the first bird you see on Valentine's Day, you will find yourself a rich man. Woodpecker, though, you'll be alone. No marriage for you. Oh, no. You think, right? Woodpecker, I mean, they're kind of like, they kind of like to drill things. <laughs> you think? They're always knocking. <laughs> yeah, you'd think that they might actually. <laughs> knocking on everybody's door. Maybe like a raven. A raven or something like that seems like something that would be like, you're not going to get married because like, usually they look just like death or something like that. Like, you marry a vampire. Never die. They could turn you into a vampire. Mm-hmm. Or a sticky snack. 
And here's a fun little ritual. Um, it's a weird tradition that going to a cemetery, this is, I don't really, I didn't find much context to where the hell like this was actually like a thing, but apparently it's with some kind of belief somewhere that um, you would go to the cemetery in the night before Valentine's Day and run around the church 12 times. If you did this correctly, you will see a ghost of your future lover. Lover. Others believe it would be omens of your intended. So, like, that's like the same thing. I don't... So I guess not a ghost, just an omen, they believe, but... I, okay, well, here, let's tell about um, the one story that we heard at, um... When we were in uh, Tennessee. They told Which us one? that story about um, the jilted bride, or the one that was murdered, and how if you have your picture taken at her grave, if she appears in your photograph... Oh, yeah, yeah. What, what was it? Was it if she appears in your photograph, the marriage is not going to last? Yeah, something like there's like a threat, I think it was. Yeah. And you have to get out of the marriage or she appears in your photograph. Yeah. Because they were like, like the sto- one of the stories they told us, you know, because it was like, oh, it's like a folklore and legend, but I guess someone did. And then not too long after, like the husband like cheated or something like that. Yeah, it was basically she was a jilted bride and then she took her own life. And it turned out that her lover actually went on a hunting trip and got mauled by a bear. And that's why he didn't show up for the wedding. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. But um, supposedly you can call upon her. You go to her grave. I think um, her name's probably Mary or something. I'm, yeah, I don't but, remember. Um, you go to her grave and take a picture with your fiancé or your husband, depending on if you're married or not. And if she appears in your photograph, the marriage is not going to last. But if she does not, that means that you're good to go. Yeah. The ghost walks, and um, actually, eventually I will talk about some of the other stuff, because oh, there's yeah. the that's nesting witch, which that's all I'll say, because I want to say that for another episode. Yeah. So make sure you're subscribed and all that, so when that yeah. episode does eventually come out, if that sounds interesting. But I will say, if you were ever in Tennessee, the ghost walk was fun. Mm-hmm. Don't expect a lot from it, but I don't remember the exact people that we went to, but like they gave us like equipment and all that. It was fun. It was a fun yeah. time. Yeah, it was fun. Um, but yeah, that was, but that's kind of, there, there's a lot of stuff like that. Um, I feel like a lot of urban legends and stuff along those lines. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it has to do with like mothers missing their babies or a jilted bride. I mean, heck, Esther Hale, you know, Beaver Creek, that was whole, her whole thing was like, well, that's the main reason she haunts, isn't it? It's like and her she lover. Was a jilted bride. Yeah, at the, the altar, she yeah. Basically starved to death in her wedding gown mm-hmm. in her house and. Now she takes her revenge on other people. Yeah, but only if you shine your lights like five times or something. Yeah. It's crazy, you know. It's like, but the thing, I always love those urban legends and stuff because like cars didn't exist when this person right. supposedly existed. So it's like, so she just waited until cars existed so they could flash their headlights and then she can take souls. Well, maybe she's afraid of the headlights. Maybe that's why she attacks people because she's like, ooh, what is this weird <laughs> witchcraft? And maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's the consensus there. That's, that's why. The, I'm trying to put reason. It's a ghost story. I don't think you're supposed to do that. Um, um, another one I have here, this is just like a little list of weird things that people used to do. Um, yeah, no, the women would turn to food for Valentine's Day ish, um, Valentine's issues. They might grow marigolds in the path of their love. They might pin bay leaves to a pillow or place a slice of wedding cake beneath their, like, beneath their bed to encourage, to encourage prophetic dreams. Or they'd smash up leeks and earthworms and eat mixtures to help strengthen a failing relationship. Yeah, and this is an excerpt from, I guess, a book that Lisa Graves and Trisha Cohen wrote um, about, like, old beliefs and just weird shit that people would do. Doesn't that sound yummy, though? 
leeks and earthworms. No. Yummy, yummy, yummy. No. I do not want that in our next snack box. Not one bit. And I guess there is actually, like, um, parties where people would have and stuff, and they would have, like, special hors d'oeuvres to, like, help increase fertility and stuff like that. And it was, like, kind of, like, noted, like, maybe, like, they had that kind of thing. Yeah, probably lots of oysters yeah, or something. I'm never coming know. to a Valentine's party. Don't even bother inviting me if anybody thinks of that. No way. People, I'm not eating a worm. Is that a thing? Do people still have Valentine's? I mean, I know there's like, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, they used to have Valentine's Day dances in like, like school. Yeah, for stuff, school, yeah, for sure. But like, I don't know if like people really have parties. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like a Valentine's Day orgy or something? I don't know. <laughs> well, that's Lupercalia. So that's basically what that was. Yeah, that it was, was a giant basically, town yeah. ride. Town ride well, origin. Well, I mean... The Romans. I mean, they... the Romans. I mean, come on. I mean, just... If all you know about Greek mythology is what you learned in school, I implore you to, like, go look up, like, the actual stories, especially around Zeus, because basically... He well, just, he's a man whore. He just plowed everything that moved. Oh, yeah. He was a big Yeah, man lots whore. of incest, just lots of, like... Oh, yeah, like, the actual stories are pretty awful and dark you know like disney might disney fight stuff with like hercules and that but believe me that is not um do yourself a favor um and another good cool thing and like there's a term for vinegar valentines which are like anti-valentine day cards that people would like wear actually like big cards or give to people to basically just poo poo on you be like no no thanks like i'm not interested has become more of a thing because a lot of people like sort of have a detestment for uh, Valentine's Day now because it is just a really commercialized holiday. On Valentine's Day originates way before like Hallmark and all of that but definitely it's one of the most capitalized on holidays. I mean all holidays are capitalized on and usually if you look for the roots of things like Christmas and stuff it's none of it's really what you think it is Mm -hmm. like most people just you know it's funny, most of those holidays were, like, pagan right. holidays, and the Christians just came along, and they're like, well, let's slap on some Jesus on this, and, you know, we can call it a holiday. And and I can't, there was another one I found interesting, too, because there was actually a thing that I saw, and I didn't mark it down, but when researching where, like, the Valentine's Day card originated from, I believe that, like, originated from somebody, like, feeling bad for, like, an inmate or something and giving them a, um, a Valentine's Day card. And then I think he got murdered because they found out. Because, you know. You know, like you do. That's what you do in the in the olden times. Everyone just was really murdery, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, there was a Valentine's Day massacre where they killed a bunch of uh, mobsters. Yeah, yeah. That's one of the things I was reading about. Mm-hmm. I kind of forgot about that. And that's actually one of the urban legends was there's one yeah. of these bricks that are like cursed or something from... From that, I don't really know what it was talking about. Mm-hmm. Why did that happen? I don't even. Well, it was just about the whole rivalries and stuff like that. And Al Capone. They were lined up against a brick wall of a warehouse in Lincoln Park and, um, and ventilated with Tommy guns. Oh, and ventilated. What a word to describe. <laughs> ventilated. <laughs> it, took <me> a... <laughs> it took me a minute to realize. I'm like, what do you mean? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> they put a lot of holes in them. Um, they turned them into Swiss cheese. Tourist attractions. The warehouse soon became. A, I'm just reading right off this website now because I just happened to find it. Um, tore down in 1967 with bricks purchased by Canadian businessman George Pate. 
They were then used by the men's room of a 20s-themed club with with plexiglass wall around them so men could pee on them. Huh. Yeah, the club closed and bricks were sold off... um, sold off piecemeal, with many ending up at the Mob Museum in Las Vegas. Um, Pepe claimed that many of the individual bricks he sold came back to him, returned by people who befell bad luck and business, love, and health due to them. Predates the existence of the curses in Patty's story actually being true. I don't know. I'm just going to say it's true. It's more fun that way. But, yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of weird stuff. Valentine's Day and basically any holiday. You know, we could go on and on, but that was just a couple um, that I kind of found. Yeah. Fun. We find weird things fun here. Yes, very much so. Um, Normal is boring. Yes, it is. You know, I mean, but yeah. I mean, do you like the uh, the holiday themed episodes where we talk about the urban legends and uh, and that kind of stuff? Let us know. Leave a comment. It helps. Um, if you're listening to this podcast, make sure you check out the YouTube channel. Um, we also have a Patreon. Check that out. A whole bunch of different tiers. You can get fun little cards. It won't be Valentine's Day cards, but maybe it'll be a Valentine's Day card. I don't know. Yeah. But Kim makes cards. We'll send them to you um, if you're on certain tiers. And there's other things like shirts and that you can get. Um, also, if you're interested in the, like, the equipment and stuff we use, links to all that for you to be able to purchase in the description below. Um, but yeah, I think that does it for this episode. And uh, we will see you guys in the next one, which, what, what's the next one that we uh, are doing? Well, technically, we've already done, but we forgot it's Valentine's Day, so we filmed this episode, and this is this Friday's episode instead. <laughs> Oops. What is it? What is it we just did? I like the episode. What did we just do, Kim? Ghost types. Yeah, and the next, and the next episode is going to be about ghost types. We forgot what we did, but looked it up. Ghost types. That's what it's going to be about. So we go over ghost types. We actually, um, if you're watching video form of it, um, we actually have a little bit of evidence and stuff that we've caught. Not a whole bunch, but a little bit of stuff and some pictures and stuff that'll be in that as well. But look forward to that one. And then we also have an interview planned up with that with the ghost hunter. So make sure, again, you're subscribed and have the notification bell turned on so you don't miss any of the exciting fun stuff that we got coming up. All right. We'll see you guys in the next one.